Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Kirsty Ferugia. And I'm the other host, Amy Ravel. We are professional organisers and declutter coaches. And today we are excited to be bringing you a topic all about renovation. And this is a topic, Kirst, that so many of our listeners have requested. And so many of our clients have had us come in and help them in the midst of, in preparation of, or the outgoing workings of a renovation. What is your top line advice for decluttering and renovations? Is this going to be like a super short episode? We're just going to be like, here's our top line advice. Let that be it. Yeah, basically. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I can condense it. Although I would... I would always say declutter before you renovate, but I actually have a lot more questions than just that one piece of advice. So, um, Kirst, can I ask you first? I'm just going to kind of ignore the question you asked and come back to it. But I want to know, have you personally ever renovated? No, we haven't renovated. We have extend, no, like we haven't even done that. We've put a deck on. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's a project. Yep. And we've like renovated internal workings of a cupboard, like a like a wardrobe, sorry. Yep. Like yep. it was just that standard bar and then Simon went and designed all the internal and Simonified it. Yeah. So made hanging space and shelf space and we've done that a few times. Um but no, we haven't ever renovated. Mm. How about you? Well, I actually wonder what counts as a renovation. So I've done things where I've ripped up the carpet, um, put in windows into what were just walls, pulled out wardrobes, redone wardrobes, painted, changed the light fittings, like done a full gut of a room and then gone again. So I think I reckon that must count as a reno because we literally had a window put in. 
surely that counts as a little reno yeah yeah Do you reckon? i think i think renovations can be anything from like redoing a wardrobe to like knock down rebuild almost yeah when you take it back to its bones yeah mm. yeah I've also done little renos on my own. I'm sure I've told this story, but I'm going to share it again, is that one day Cal went to work and I was home and I didn't have work for the day and I was really frustrated with our master wardrobe. It was just a two-door old-school wardrobe. Um, And so I decided that I was going to rip it out. And so with armed with one flathead screwdriver and a hammer, I managed to pull out our wardrobe, which was doors and walls and like so many different things, little nib walls, pulled it all out right back to scratch and then created a whole new wardrobe and now we have like a semi-walk-in. So that's like my proudest Renault moment. Um, it was blood, sweat and tears. It was a really, really hard job and I had no idea what I had bitten off. But I guess that's kind of what makes it a Renault too. <laughs> you think you're going to do one thing and then you discover all the other things that need doing. Mm, yeah. Okay. So where where would you start when thinking about doing a renovation then? Because you would love yeah. to renovate your home or uh, love to knock down and rebuild, which we've yeah. kind of spoken about in our episode with Frances Cosway called mm. Your Forever Home. So we'll link that in the show notes. Yeah. It's a great episode. It is. Lots of people have um, told us how much they love that episode and how helpful it was. I think that this the first question I'm going to recommend you ask is the reason that we haven't yet renovated. And the question is, why are you renovating? And I think until you have a reason that qualifies the cost and the time and the environmental impact of renovating, it's hard to justify it. And that, folks, is why the Revelles have not renovated their house because why are you renovating it's just like we just want a a nice and newer home and our um, personal values do not align such that we can justify (laughs) spending all that money time and cost of materials and impacts on the environment just because we want a more modern home a more modern house so I think when you ask why are you renovating and you kind of dig down to the truth of it that can sometimes mean that you choose not to renovate like we have. And also in these COVID times and in the crazy house price market that we're in in Australia in particular, but I know that it's true in the US as well um, and presumably all over the world um, or for a lot of the, for a lot of the world, is that you might be frustrated with your home and go, okay, we really need a rent. Well, like let's sell. Let's sell and mm. move to a, a the house, the perfect home, the forever home. Let's sell and build or let's knock down and rebuild. And then you realise that actually the house prices are going so crazy and maybe a reno is what's in what can yeah. get you through. Yeah, we've had quite a few inquiries that way, haven't we, Kirst? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in fact, one of my dear friends um, has just done exactly that. She was, they were looking at re, like buying a new home and then looked at the market and went, yeah, no, like we just need to tweak a few things in our home. So let's go ahead and tweak those things. 
Um, and so they renovated their laundry and the kids' study space and a few other little things here and there. Yeah. So I would even, though, before you even get to that renovation stage is actually what we <laughs> recommend is always like declutter first because maybe you don't need to renovate. Maybe <laughs> you actually don't need – maybe – the way that you do life in your home can actually just change or you can change your habits around how you do life in your home and therefore a renovation may not even be needed. Yeah. What do you say to that, Amy? I say here, here, Kirsty Ferugia. Mm. I think that it's – so one of the other questions I think is really important is what problem are you solving? Mm-hmm. And so – when we first moved into this house, we didn't both work from home and so we didn't need two offices in our house and we had younger children so there were a lot more toys and so we originally thought, hey, we're going to need to renovate so that we can work from home, like there's no space. And then we went, oh, actually, as the toys decrease, we clear up space and so where my office is used to be the kids' toy area and there used to just be like play tables and colouring in and drawing and ride on little bikey things, like all of that stuff was right here. But as they're older and, you know, they don't need all of that, the problem actually has resolved itself. And I think what COVID has taught us is that really quickly we can adapt and change and make solutions in our home to solve problems. Yes, they may not be long-term solutions. Um, you may have been driven crazy by your partner working in your bedroom but I think asking the question, what problem do I need to solve? And then I would actually recommend that you get a piece of paper and brainstorm five ways you could solve that problem. Renovation at may least. still come up on top. Yeah, at least. So if the problem is I don't have a place to work, one option could be, okay, the kids lose their toy room and that becomes my office. Another option could be I work at the kitchen table every day and I get noise cancelling headphones and I'm packing up at the end of the day. Another option could be I get a granny flat built somewhere on the property and that's where I work. Another option could be I find some co-working space and I actually work off-site but it's not in a corporate office. Another option could be a friend has a house that has a spare bedroom and they're not there during the day and you could hire a friend's room. Like there are so many options and I think when we go renovations, the only solution, we're selling ourselves short of what could be. Yeah. And so I think that that's really helpful, like to ask yourself, what's the problem that I'm solving for and does it need to be renovations? Now, obviously, yes, it does need to be renovations sometimes. Maybe mm. your kitchen is really not functional in the way that you in your unique situation, use your kitchen. And we would still say declutter first because so many times we have gone into homes and a family has wanted to solve for one problem and mm -hmm. we've gone, yeah, awesome, let's declutter first and see if that problem is still around. Yes. And then by the end of the decluttering <laughs> process, the solution has presented itself through the decluttering. Which is the best. Yeah. And whether that's like, oh, we need a new kitchen because 
all of our stuff doesn't fit and then suddenly it does fit because you've realized that so much of your stuff in your kitchen you weren't using or you've been trying to find a workspace space in your home and through decluttering you've realized actually the kids can now share a room because we've decluttered so much of their stuff Mm. and they can both fit in the one room and that can be a solution until I'm not working from home anymore. Yes. And I think what we often do is we solve for problems that are not super regular. So every time I have my my whole family around, we can't fit around the kitchen table, so I need a new kitchen table. And that might be four nights a year or six Mm -hmm. nights a year or 10 nights a year, actually for the cost of making your lounge or your dining space bigger or getting a new table, maybe you just shout everyone dinner out at a restaurant on that particular night. Or maybe your issue is that there's no room to store all the bikes. And so you're thinking of um, maybe enclosing your carport and making it a garage, but you only go bike riding four times a year. So actually you'd be better off just hiring bikes And so sometimes we just create problems to solve when we're bored or when, um, you know, some of you will roll your eyes at this and think as if, but some people have a little bit of an excess of income or they're living below their means and so they've got the money. They're like, what next? What am I going to spend my money on? I know I could do a reno project, Um, but maybe you'd actually get greater joy from going on a holiday and hiring bikes or not having a shed and hiring a gardener once every four weeks. So many options. Yeah, and that's why we really want to encourage you to actually think about what is the actual problem that you're trying to solve. So you might think that it is solving for a place to put the bikes, but is that the ultimate problem that you're solving <laughs> or or could there be a different problem that you're solving for mm. and one of the things we often hear with renovations is and we're going to include a lot of storage because we have no storage now and as Kirst you said before often that decluttering process makes you realize that you do have ample storage you just had too much stuff and so both of us have experience working with a client that was like working their way towards a reno and doing the pre-declutter who have then cancelled the reno and not gone ahead because they're like oh I totally have enough room oh wow I basically have a spare room now instead of a junk room and now I can do this and oh if we just put some bookshelves here that solves that problem so the decluttering first is enormous when it comes to helping you decide whether you genuinely need a reno or whether you actually just need someone to come in with fresh eyes and give you those options help you to come up with your five to ten options to solve the problems that you have yeah and especially when it is a storage problem usually we find that people are trying to store stuff that actually they don't use very often and maybe Mm. the solution like amy said before is hiring that stuff like camping gear could you hire camping gear or could you hire snow gear if you only go skiing once every 10 years? Mm-hmm. And, and so it is looking at your home, like Amy said, with fresh eyes and and deciding whether or not a renovation is even needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would say that for anything like moving home like or, you know, deciding that you need a bigger house 
deciding that you need more bedrooms or, you know, a granny flat or anything like that to always think about maybe decluttering first and then reassessing if the problem still exists after you've decluttered. Yeah, and Kes, I've got a couple of questions, um, further questions that I think are really helpful if you're doing somewhat of a cost-benefit analysis where you're like, what's this going to cost me and what are the benefits? And when it comes to renovating, I would ask the question, what are you going to lose? And so it may be that you're losing money. It may be that you're losing garden. It may be that you're losing natural light. It might be that you're losing time, you know, all of those types of things. What are we losing and what am I gaining? I'm gaining storage space. I'm gaining an extra room. I'm gaining privacy. I'm gaining hospitality space and really weighing those up and real like writing down the things that are tangible and not tangible so that you can look at it and make a decision. But I just want to um, acknowledge that you then don't have to make a decision based on which list is longer. It just helps you to make a decision. I'm a gut um, decision maker. What kind of decision maker are you, Kirst? I feel like you're gut, but I need to ask to clarify. Mm, I think I am too. Mm. I think we make decisions in our business based on gut a lot, um, which is awesome because we can we often align on that. So that's nice and easy. Mm. <laughs> but mm. sometimes the renovation decision is a gut decision. I just want to do it. It would make me happy. I said, do it. But we do recommend asking yourself these questions so you don't get to the end of it and go, great, I'm $60,000 poorer and it actually hasn't solved the genuine problem that I had yeah or it was an aspirational problem that I thought I had (laughs) like I thought that I would entertain more Mm -hmm. when we had a bigger living area and a beautiful new deck and in fact we're still just going out to cafes and restaurants to hang out with our friends or we're still just heading over to that other friend's house because actually you know, we've had 10 years of not entertaining and mm. now I actually realise that I'm okay with not entertaining. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I had someone say to me once is they did an outdoor renovation. So put on a deck, a barbecue area, a fire pit and a pool. Um, and they were so excited about, you know, all the possibilities and they'd accounted for the cost of the reno. What they didn't account for was all the extra food and drink and electricity and all of the other things that come with having pool parties and hosting people. And they mm-hmm. said that actually worked out more expensive than the reno over, you know, whatever, 10 years or something because they loved it but they had not accounted for it. Um, so there are some costs that are a little bit hidden that you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, if I do want to have all the neighbourhood kids over every afternoon in the summer, I am going to have to like have an endless supply of icy poles and food for them to eat. So um, not a massive thing to think about, but something nonetheless. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Another thing that is really helpful as to why you should declutter before you do the renovation is because then you might discover that, yes, I still need a new kitchen. This kitchen is so unhelpful and I butt heads with it every day and I'm <laughs> so frustrated with it every single day. So, yes, we've got the money, we've done the analysis, we definitely need a new kitchen. And decluttering first will help you to really design the kitchen that you need mm. rather than the kitchen that you're you thought you need because you thought you needed to house all these appliances and all this stuff so I think it's a really helpful to declutter because you may reduce your costs even even if you do go ahead with a renovation yeah that's so true Kirst and I think what you can do when you're renovating is bring people around you that have experience so you might bring an interior designer in to talk to you about light and doorways and flow you might bring a professional organizer in to look at shelf height and where you want to put drawers and where you can put special storage and where in the world am I going to put my air fryer and then you could even have people come in that are based around electronics and appliances so you could say well actually I use my air fryer every day and then you find out that Westinghouse have an oven that have an air fryer in it and you can completely eliminate something that takes up bench space so it is good to have people come around you where you're like okay that's a great solution I never would have thought of that um we'll often say do you know what that's going to get frustrating you opening that door every time what if you just don't have a door there or you have a slider oh my gosh never would have thought of that so fresh eyes from experts is a really great thing to invest in and another thought I had is if you're doing something like a laundry or a spare room or adding a room um, to actually not just declutter the kitchen, for for instance, or the laundry, but actually declutter the whole house mm. because what was, you know, potentially stored up in the spare bedroom, you might be able to actually put it in a laundry and therefore you want to think about what it is that you could move around and rehome like we spoke yeah, about great. um in a, in a recent episode like where could all of this stuff in our house is there a better place for it to live in mm. our house and therefore should we be designing that before we do the renovation of the laundry for instance uh, I had a client uh last year who was renovating they they had renovated their laundry and they were renovating their um 
teenage retreat, come shed, come um, storage space. Uh, and so it was really great to sit down with that beautiful client and just talk through what is being stored in this house, in this teenage retreat or young adult retreat space. And is there anything else in this house that should or could move out to here and therefore think about the storage of that? Or is there anything in this space already that could be moved inside to make more space for the young adult retreat space? So just having that bigger picture and taking yourself um, from a one room renovation to the whole house, like I'm thinking about the whole at the house as a whole and is Mm. everything working the way we want it and is it working the most efficiently and the most effectively or are we going to solve for this problem that we have in the laundry and then realize that actually we had another problem that we didn't account for oh that's such good advice that's good advice um first if you could renovate one room in your house what would it be I would renovate, this is going to be weird, I would renovate the kitchen but not because of the the kitchen. I actually want to put a skylight above our kitchen or actually in between the kitchen and the living room because that room is in the centre of our house and it's the darkest room in our house and I would love to, yeah, get more light into there. So that or a pool. Or both. Oh, both. Yeah, preferably both. <laughs> we have a skylight in our kitchen um, and it's awesome. So, yeah, I'm on team skylights, team, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, if I was to renovate any area, it would be probably be the facade of our house. It's the ugliest house ever. It looks like a like 1970s motel. It's just flat and plain and like it's just ugly and I cannot stand the outside of our house. And as much as the inside is like 70 years old and falling apart, I feel like it's functional, but the outside is just the ugliest little beast. So that's what I would do. Um, <laughs> it wouldn't be cheap though. It would be a big reno, which then would be like, oh, let's just knock the whole thing down and start again. It's tricky. Yes, it is tricky. And you're in that tricky stage where your kids could potentially be moving out of home in not oh, too long away. It's just no, his 15th birthday today. Like he could literally be out of home in like three or four years. Yeah, oh. but then he could also be at home for another 15 years. So, oh, I know, which is worse. <laughs> I know, right? And that's why I'm like, you're in that really <laughs> tricky stage because you just, yeah. you do you knock down and rebuild and the kids have and you've got space for teenagers and young adults or do you just wait 10 years and then enjoy the space enjoy the space and it's a and it's a huge house for just two people oh we could build a podcast studio how cool would that be it would be good but I'm still not traveling down to Melbourne I know that's true probably wouldn't help I can just solo record in there in 10 years time Yeah, on your own podcast that yeah, you created yeah. without yeah, not, me. Not happening, not <laughs> happening. Um, are you as addicted to all the renovation TV shows as I am? Oh, Emily and Simon love them. I like, in, I enjoy watching them. Um, I just, we've got a brand, I say brand new home, but it's actually seven years old now, but it feel, still feels brand new. Yeah. Um, and, but I always say that 
Emily and Ol- Emily and Oliver. Emily and Simon should go into business when she's older yeah. and do the knockdown rebuilds because he could do the work and she could be the interior designer. Oh, that's so like, cute. Yeah, I would I think that would be an awesome job. Imagine for them Simon's body houses. though. Like he she would have to be at least 10 years on from now, which means he'd be 10 years on from now. And that could be pretty difficult to start a manual labor job in your 50s in your close to 60s. Close to 60s. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, but he's we'll so you fit on, though. Simon. He would yeah, love he it. Is. He would love it. That's pretty cool. Um, I adore those shows. I I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I can't See, get enough of the block. What comes up for me is that I get really like then I start getting really wishful and start looking around my home and not being Ah, grateful for what I have like that's how it manifests itself in me and so I actually find it better to not watch those shows because then I I'm content and yeah love our home so awesome because mine is watching them is enough of a fix that I don't need to do it Mm. isn't that funny it's the like same show and different just totally different response. So I also wanted to chat about how do you declutter whilst you're in a renovation? Like oh. a lot of people that we come across um, and that are in our Facebook community have got like their partners or they may be renovating for years and years. One of my mm. dear friends, her and her husband did a knockdown rebuild and one of the ways that they're saving money is that he's just doing the rebuild when they've when they've saved up enough money for the next part. So they have literally been renovating for five or six years. And wow, that's a long time. There's still more to come. <laughs> like so it's a really slow like they've got the shell of the house and a lot of it is done. Um, but there's still stuff that's not done and they are still saving up to do it and I know that they're not uncommon in that regard so what's some tips that we can give to people who maybe their partner's renovating and they're frustrated because they feel like they can never declutter because their their house is in reno mode Mm. constantly always yes and I look, I think that that is a reality for some people and it's a frustrating reality potentially as well. I would just say declutter where you can. So if you're searching for beanies, when you come across them, declutter the ones you're not going to use. When you're searching for a kid's book, while you're there, get rid of any that you can't see yourself using in the future. So it may not be the type of declutter where it's like gather all like with like, lay it all out and declutter the ones you don't need. It's more the incidental declutter that I think is easier when you're renovating. And I would also say be really um, aware and conscious of, oh, I'm going to buy this or keep this or pick this up and put it away because we may use it after the renovation. If you can't see that there's a plan for it and you don't totally love it, I wouldn't be picking up things from shops that is a maybe. I would maybe take a photo um, and wait for the right time. Mm, Good advice. Anything else, Kurt? Because I've got a review if that is all our advice around decluttering and renos. 
Yeah, no, I think I would just agree with you that check out our micro declutter episodes. I'll put a link in the show notes or Belinda, I should say. Belinda will put a link in the show notes for us yeah. um, because it's really like that is really great advice. Like just do little bits here and there as and when you can. And I would encourage you like Amy said like when you're gathering stuff for this new space is to be very very intentional about what you bring into your home and can it wait can you look for the sale item when the space is done Mm. you know and you've particularly when it's a long long renovation project you know you've waited six years already can you just wait another six months oh, until it yeah. goes on sale? Um, because you've got to think about where is all this stuff being stored mm-hmm. in the meantime. Like I know our my beautiful friends have got part of their lounge room is their kitchen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's kitchen, tricky. Kitchen products that they're waiting until they've so yeah like there's boxes and boxes of kitchen appliances and kitchen things that they have purchased because they could but they're still waiting to do the to (laughs) for you know uh, it's not my story to tell but yes before it happens so yeah yeah, just be mindful and that's I mean I, I think that that's legitimate but maybe they don't need to be you know, maybe you don't need to be buying all new, um, you know, cutlery set or crockery set. Or if you do want to buy them, start using them now and not waiting for the mm. 15 years until your kitchen's done. <laughs> uh, this review is from Apple Podcasts Australia from Else8771 and it's a five-star review titled Kind-Hearted, Smart and Incredibly Helpful Women. That's like just, that's, an, that's enough. That's such a kind review just in its title. But <laughs> she goes on to say, Amy and Kirsty, thank you for lighting up. Usually my car is that's where I can escape to on my commute to and from work where I listen to your podcast, husband and child-free. And, of course, I love it in my house. It's abundantly clear how much you both love what you do and are so invested in making the lives of your listeners happier and easier. I have learned so much from you both. It's so interesting and funny hearing how different you both are and yet you reach the same place in terms of goals for yourselves and for your listeners. Yours is one of my few must-listen podcasts. Your kind heart shine through and you always brighten my day. I feel like you are my friends. We are your friends. Thank you so much for all your hard work. And I've been to Norway. (laughs) If you're wondering why in the world someone is leaving us a review and telling us they've been to Norway, then you need to listen back a few episodes and get a feel of how reviews work on the Art of Decluttering podcast. Each week we don't just ask everybody to to rate and review. We give you a specific task. We give you a specific criteria that if you can meet that, it's your job to rate and review our podcast that week. The curse. what do we want to say this week? This week I want to give you the task that if we make you smile and if you think we're intelligent, <laughs> then please rate and review our podcast. Yes, that is so you. <laughs>
I'm like, if you have a red car, rate and review. You're like, if you think I'm the smartest, the most intelligent, and the most beautiful woman you've ever met, and I'm funny, rate and review. You were putting words in my mouth, my friend. I did not say that. I picked out two things that she said and used them as our criteria for you. You crack me up. You crack me up. So please do. The reason we love your um, reviews is because it encourages us. We talk into microphones and don't get to hear back from you in the moment. So it's nice getting your reviews and it also helps new people to find us. So keep doing that. We will see you next week. And we can't wait to hear about your renovation stories and what you're struggling with in a renovation over on our Facebook community group. So head on over there. You'll just search us, you'll find us, and we can't wait to connect with you there. Have a great week. See ya. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.